What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Co-op Couch. I'm with Anthony. You guys already know what's going on. Uh, today, we're going to talk to you guys about how gamers take gaming to the next level. So, um, we all have our favorite video games. We've all played through our favorite video games multiple times. I, myself, have played through one of my favorite video games, uh, Fable 4. Or, uh, Fable 4, God. Fable four times. You wish. Well, I'll be able to play Fable 4 soon, I hope. Soon. Yeah. We're, we're here at E3, I hope. <laughs> um, but I've played through the entire Fable franchise like four times. Uh, that's one, two, and three. And so we all have these favorite games, but sometimes they're just, you, you, want, you want something to mix it up. You want something to change it. And uh, I figured we would sit down and talk about how some people are doing that, as well as like things that we've seen on Twitch. Um, the most obvious one probably being speedruns. You know, you play a game, you love a game so much, and you decide to see how fast you can beat it. Um, there's category restrictions, so like any percent in Ocarina of Time, you can do all these sorts of crazy glitches just to get to, to Ganon's castle as a child and beat Ganon. But if you're playing 100%, you have to collect all the items. And then you also have different variations of speedrunning, such as I know you and uh, General used to do mm -hmm. uh, two players, one controller for Contra. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, uh, co-op for Contra. Yeah, we, didn't, we were going to do that for a charity event. We never actually did the one controller thing, but we did do like our variations. So Contra is a good example because um, things like any percent and 100% are very popular categories. I feel like a lot of people, even if they haven't really like dabbled in watching speedrun, know the difference between the two. Um, but Contra has a category called low percent and uh, low percent was, so for anyone that doesn't know what Contra is, um, first off, I'm sorry about your childhood. Contra was an NES side scroller shooter, uh, was basically, a basically, a the, like the cover, the two dudes on the cover were like a ripoff of, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, um, Sylvester Stallone looked like some weird crossover Rambo. You, you were like. The two guys on the cover were ripoffs, and I was like, "Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Rocky Balboa." <laughs> I'm like, "Rocky's close, not the shooter guy." Close enough, um, close but enough. yeah, he. Um, you you go through as you're as you're side scrolling. There's like these little boxes. You shoot them, and you get power ups. And so, like, if you're doing any percent, you want the spread power up because it's it's or spread spray whatever. It, it's just letters, so everyone kind of they're they're fan made names. No one really actually knows what they are. I don't think, uh, unless it was confirmed by Nintendo many years ago. Who fucking knows? But the S power up uh, makes your gun fire really fast, like like a shotgun. The, you have like five shots, and so it's the fastest for killing bosses because you get the gun muzzle right up in the boss uh, hitbox, and you spam it, and it's multiple hits. Of course, math. Um, but low percent means you have to go through the entire game without getting one of those power-ups. You have to use the pea shooter for the entire run. And so we did two-player any percent and two-player low percent. And as a pacifist run, you can actually get through Contra without killing enemies, except for a couple areas where you have to, and that's where the run allows it. But I'm surprised as a pacifist run of Contra. It's surprised people want that. It's crazy. If you ever get the chance to go check it out, it's weird. You have to like, you literally have to shoot through the enemy's legs. It's an NES game. Like, how the fuck did someone figure out there's no hitbox there? It's weird. Dude, uh, speaking of pacifist runs real quick, 
so we've all heard of GDQ. If you haven't heard about GDQ, I'm about to tell you. Uh, GDQ is called Games Done Quick. They do it twice a year. It's a speedrunning event. Uh, it's 24-7 for seven days. Uh, so you can wake up at 3 a.m. and there will be a speedrun on twitch.tv slash gamesdonequick. Uh, and you could wake up at uh, 7 p.m. and there will be a speedrun on for the entire week of GDQ. Actually, uh, I believe all, uh, Summer Games Done Quick is coming up shortly. But I remember I was watching GDQ and this guy was supposed to do a pacifist run of... Uh, uh, God, it was like a, it was a tiger game. I want to say like Taz something. Oh, Ty? Ty, yes. And uh, dude, he, so he starts up his run... And you have a boomerang, and he just starts mollywhopping all these guys. It was a donation incentive. So basically, people will donate money and put that money towards an incentive that they want to get met. So his incentive had gotten met. People put, I don't know, something like 4000 or $5,000 collectively towards seeing this run. Uh, so he goes to go do his run, and he just starts mollywopping all the enemies. And you would hear him, oh, this is supposed to be a pacifist run. Oh, this is supposed to be a pacifist run. And it happened like... 10 times throughout the entire run. It was ridiculous. Um, no, no hard feelings to the guy. I know it's a lot of stress to be on a stage like that with a, millions of people watching you. You know, the people at the venue plus the people online. But, you know, I, that's what, it just made me think of that. I was like, holy and shit. Did he just, he just kept going? Yeah, well, he, he did his run and he killed like his first couple enemies and he was like, oh man, like, all right, well, like, I don't, I can't really restart because, you know, you have a time limit, you know, you have estimate, right? You got to go under estimate. Right. Um, or meet estimate. So yeah, the, the run just carried on. I've That's seen a couple really of things awkward. like that. Yeah, it is really awkward. I've seen a couple of things like that. Somebody messed up one of their runs and had to, uh, they, they, they couldn't finish because they made a mistake. And uh, so nobody got to see the end of the run. They, they, they met, they were trying to do a glitch. They messed up and they didn't have a backup and that was it. It would, it would have taken them 20 minutes just to get back and they would have gone over estimate. Wow. So they asked them, they're like, can I restart? And they were like, we're going to go over time and we can't, we can't have that. Cause they're on a tight schedule. Right. Right. So, and I mean, again, you know, no harm to the people who do it. It's gotta be rough to be on that big of a stage. It's gotta be very stressful to perform under that, uh, that stage light, but, um, just, you know made me think of it um but yeah speedruns are a basic way to to up your up your game if there's a game that you love to play and you're looking for a way to make it more exciting speedrunning is definitely a thing that people do um i've watched i love speedruns because i like to put them on in the background while i do other things and i usually just mute the stream on twitch and, and just hang out and chill and watch people do their thing because you don't really have to hear what's going on in order to get it you can kind of just watch and pay attention. Sometimes you see really cool stuff that happens. There's a lot of cool, unique tricks that can happen in video games. And you'd be surprised how many walls don't exist. You know what's funny about speedruns, at least, at least for me, is um, at its core, the concept never changes, right? Mm -hmm. Put on a game and you do something to beat it quicker than it is intended to be beat. Hence the name. But what's funny is like there's certain games that, dude, I just, I, I cannot watch the run. They just do not interest me at all. And then there's other games where I'm like, this is, this is stupid. And then I see it and I'm like, what the fuck? This is actually, this is really interesting. Like it's, it's cool. And it grabs your attention. Um, perfect example is, um, general, uh, general Andrews, good friend of ours. 
speed runs uh well he speed runs a lot of fucking things but <laughs> he speed runs a game called um uh shadowgate yeah i do believe it is called and yep. is an old school um nes like point and click yeah po- yeah point and click and like literally you use the controller as your your mouse your pointer and there's like you go to one screen and there's different things you can like click on it's a dungeon caller right you go through and then, and then like you have your items so you can mouse over to like your items your your inventory and then down through the list and find the right item and that's how you like open doors with lock doors with keys and whatever he told me he was streaming shadowgate i'm like i've never even heard of, uh or uh streaming well he does stream but speed running shadowgate and i was like i've never even heard of it oh it's an nes game oh cool you know wh- whatever I'll, I'll check it out and then he was like yeah it's a point and click and i'm like the fuck do you speed run a point and click and eh, whatever and then i watched it once and i was like now i'm now i'm like he told me the other day he got a new pb and i was all about it i was like yo dude uh, last time i watched you play you were like up against the boss and the last boss is literally like all of your time saved because it's a wizard that just throws lightning at you <laughs> but the rng dictates whether it strikes three four five or six times so if you get like six strikes it's the worst rng and there's nothing you can do about it and like that was the first time I ever watched him do it. He had time to explain what would happen and why that was the worst RNG because it happened to him. And I was like, oof, that feels bad. But it's super interesting to watch him like speed through it and, and just click through menu navigation. It's, I don't know. It's so dude. He was playing it last night and I was there and it, I, I, I was sitting down watching it for a bit. It's, it sounds boring. You'd be like speed running a point and click adventure. Like, ugh. but it's actually fun. It's really cool. On the flip side, I've seen people speedrun other point-and-click adventures like Monkey Island, and I think those are boring as fuck. Okay, what the fuck is Monkey Island? The Secrets of Monkey Island? Well, it's don't... a point-and-click adventure where you're on some island playing as a kid, and you it, there's a series. It's a series. Um, and but the whole premise of the series is you're like kids or a kid on an island, and you have to like click yourself through the game, collect items, and get off the island or something, and take down the enemies and find out what the hell's going on. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah. Um, popular, I guess. Um, not my, I never played it. I never heard of it before I started seeing people speedrun it. And uh, yeah, it, uh, to me, that one's not, is not, I'd rather watch Shadowgate. It's more fun to me. It looks more interesting. And it, that, Shadowgate's fast. It's like 20, what, 20 minutes? Not even, I don't think. Um, it's a pretty quick game. Uh, Pajama Sam's another one that gets speedrun. Speedrun Pajama Sam? Yeah, there's. Uh, a bunch of the humongous games, the point-and-click humongous games. Really? Uh, Freddy Fish, Pajama Sam, Spy Fox. Yeah. People speedrun those too. I mean, I think everything has a speedrun at this point. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, See, that's, that's your in, bro. There, there's your reason to get back into that Nancy Drew, bro. That's, that's the one. You got to speedrun it. You couldn't pay me enough. <laughs> that game was ass. I thought I was gonna be all clever playing it on the hardest difficulty. How hard could it be? You got Bitch, you get no fucking yo, low key. That game is hard. Don't even. That game is difficult. I would not have been able to beat that game without a guide. I shit you not. <laughs> I literally had a guide up. I I needed a guide. I could not do it without one. Oh my god, that's too much. <laughs> uh, well, just uh, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm getting PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> Another way that people like to up the ante in video gaming is uh, no death runs. Uh, 
a lot of times people do that in uh, Dark Souls. So basically, you start up your game, you play, and if you die, that's it. You start from square one again. Uh, you can't restart at your last checkpoint. And like Dark Souls, people don't even like light up bonfires because it doesn't matter because you can't go back there, right? Or you can, I guess you could light them up to heal real quick if that's allowed. Um, I don't really know the semantics in Dark Souls, but the overall premise is don't fucking die. It's like real life. If you die, you, that's it. You're done. Uh, in video games, if you die, that's it. Start from square one again. I actually attempted to do one of those with um, when Link's Awakening on the Switch came out. I was actually routing out like how to do a no-death run like quick and efficient and easy. You know what I mean? Right. Because um, a lot of these ones, like we brought up speedrunning first, and I think that's, that's good because a lot of these, these ones that we're about to talk about are usually up against a timer. Um, so they're sort of speedruns. Because, like, yeah, I could beat, you know, without, I could beat Link's Awakening uh, in, without dying. But, you know, if it took me six hours to heal back up, you know, it's, that's not really anything exciting. Right. Right. Well, and, and no death in Dark Souls, like, those words don't go together. Yeah. No death well, and Dark Souls like does not because that that's like the main mechanic of the game in Dark Souls is to die. Like you, that's how you learn, you know, and I, and I, well, obviously, if you know the game, there ain't nothing left to learn. And that's usually the people that do it. But damn, like it's it is not an it, easy feat. Even if you know the game, it's hard because sometimes you're uh, what's really cool about games is sometimes your your fingers get ahead of your brain. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've ever that happened to you, but like, oh, yeah, all you, the time. You're thinking about doing something, but your fingers are already doing something else. And it's crazy. So, like, even if you know the game, sometimes it can be really difficult to stay on target, stay on focus. Um, but no death runs, I, I think those are always fun to do. Um, I've seen a few of those, mostly, mostly with Dark Souls, because I think that's where the challenge lies. I've seen people do them. Um, and they're a lot of fun because you see them, and sometimes you're you're butt clenching, dude. Uh, <laughs> they're at a sliver of health, and you're like, "Is he gonna make it? Is he gonna make it?" When you when you finally do it, you're like, it's like a sigh of relief, a weight off your chest. It's just it feels it feels so good. Even I'm not playing it; I'm just watching it. If I I'm relieved, I feel so good. <laughs> well, it's like it's one of the most it's one of the most defeating things, even just to watch because you, because of how much time goes into it. Like you talk about how these challenge runs eat you know may not be a speed run in and of itself but a lot of times yeah like you said it's up you're up against the clock and in this particular scenario if you if you die it's over it's done like there is no redo there's no checkpoint like we said and so a lot of times you know you're you're invested into um progress mm -hmm. And you, you know, you might get four and a half hours in and you die and you start all over and like it's four that, and a half that's, hours that's lost. A, yeah, that's four and a half hours you ain't getting back. You know what I mean? Like But it's gained experience, right? Right. But it that doesn't make it any less defeating at the I end know. Of the I'm day, just trying you know? to be motivated. That's why that's why I like with like going back to speedrunning, that's why I never I never liked runs that were um, you know, contra talking about Contra, it was a 12 minute run and I was nowhere near record holder. You know what I mean? I think my PB when I stopped was like 1130 and my, my sum of best, if like, if I had had all the best splits possible, I think got down to like 
10, just under 11. It was like 10.58, I think. That's crazy. Um, and and like, I, I, you know, I didn't mind that because if I got five minutes in and I fucked up and I had to reset, it was five minutes. Who fucking cares? Yeah. But then you see like Flib will do a, a Final Fantasy 10 speed run, which, you know, we all talked about. I fucking love that game, but it's a 12 hour speed run. Speed run, still 12 hours. You fuck up one thing or you just don't get the the best scenario and your whole run is dead you know there's yeah there's three hours left but you're nine fucking hours in like yeah it's it's a lot invested and it's it's not a good feeling to lose it it's not i mean even think about um i not so much a challenge run but like i was playing the long dark for the longest time and uh that's a you know playing in the uh sandbox mode they, they they call it you have one life. If you die, it's over. And the number of times I would be on like a really good run and feel really good and one slip up and I die. And I'm like, all right, well, time to do everything I just did all over again. You know? Well, and and sometimes it's not even a slip up. Like, didn't you send me a clip one night of like, weren't you a couple days in and then just like a wolf came out of fucking nowhere? Oh, dude, that happened so many times. (laughs) <laughs> so many times those wolves are ninjas bro <laughs> oh man i remember dude i had just i was my most recent one like right before i stopped i i had just like searched this area i'd gotten a gun and i was chilling and i'm like oh i'm just gonna head over here i'm like yeah we're doing pretty okay and i didn't have my gun out or nothing i'm just kind of chilling i put it on auto walk and i like started talking to people like chat and we're just bs and having a good time totally not paying attention to the game wolf comes up on me couldn't pull my gun out in time and he just fucking mauls the shit at me and i died Rich. i'd been playing i'd been streaming for like five hours and i was like well i'm not starting another run like i'm not doing this again not tonight yeah. feels bad yeah and that's the same kind of token with like the dark souls runs too like it, it just sucks you know but you know you learn some stuff you get you get used to it and you move on yeah just the way it goes i think one of the most defeating things i ever watched uh so kind of on par with these no death runs some people do no damage or no hit runs way fucking ridiculous which you know we weren't really gonna touch on because how similar it was but then i thought of a very specific story that is just so relevant to what we're talking about that defeat right of that time loss uh, used to be on a stream team with a dude who did no damage runs of Skyrim and Fallout. And uh, no damage. Yeah, I, remember, not, I know this. Not no hit, because the difference is exactly what happened to him. So, as I'm sure most of you know, Skyrim, not the greatest uh, programming, if you will. It's just, you got the wonkiest fucking bugs. No matter how much you love it, no matter how many platforms you've played it on, it's just not great. And he was doing a no damage run. And um, he was multiple hours in. I think, if I remember correctly, it was the closest he'd ever come to actually beating the run. Uh, He'd been trying for weeks and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I think he was like almost done with the run. And he's crouch walking through a cave and he takes damage he has no idea what hit him he's no idea what happened he's freaking out trying to figure it out it just killed his run and he looks down and realizes that he like side strafed over a pile of bones and that caused 
his character damage. And oh because he's a he's a dude of pride, you know, everyone else was like, bro, that doesn't count. Come on, like, keep going. And he was like, I can't, dude, I took damage. And he had to he I mean, he was done for the night, but he, yeah, he had, yeah, you know, he had to go back to it. And like he dude, he even clipped it and and was telling me about it. I went back to watch it and I was like, I wanted to cry. I didn't even watch his entire run. I just watched the clip 20 seconds. And, and I was like, dude. I felt like shit just watching it. Yeah. Though, I mean, if you think no death is hard, imagine no damage. Like, that's ridiculous. Because, I mean, think of I, I was watching the same guy once. I think we're talking about the same guy anyway. Um, and uh, he, he had a, he was doing Fallout uh, 4. And he was peeking around this corner, just like shooting explosive bullets on a, from a Tommy gun. I forget the name of the Tommy gun, but there was a Tommy gun you could buy that had explosive bullets and he's peeking around, peeking around and, and he's doing quick outs, shoot a couple bullets into it, like where he thinks the enemies are and like back around the corner. Like that's it. And he just went a little too quick. One of the bullets hit the wall and exploded in front of him and he took damage, start all over. And that was like four or five hours into the run. Uh, no, sorry, not four or five hours, probably a few hours into the run. And, uh, yeah, I was like, Oh man, like just to, to have all that time just wasted you know, again, you know, we say wasted, but like you learn experience, you learn, you, you learn things that, from it, but like, that's rough. That's a hard experience to get over. I like, I applaud all the people who are, who are sticking to their guns on it. Well, and I can't imagine like, like, yeah, I guess to a degree it's experience, but you know, you know, for as much as we joke about, you know, the, like the PTSD, like I wonder how real that is in a sense of, I, I mean, so, so here's an example, right? You look at sports, right? Mm -hmm. something, something like basketball where a player, you know, a player go for something simple that they're used to doing every day, a layup, um, you know, jump shot under the net. They're right there and something goes wrong. They land weird and they fucking break their leg. They're never the same when they come back ever because oh, yeah. they go to do that thing again, no matter how regular it's been for them for 20 fucking years of playing. And, and it just fucks them up mentally because it, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a reluctant um you know it, it's it's that trigger thought where like you go to do it and you might stop or or you don't put as much effort because you're afraid of what's going to happen whatever and i'm wondering if it's the same thing you know i i say i wonder because i've never done a, a no death run and no hit run but you know if you're if you're that guy behind the corner and you're shooting with explosive bullets and one hits the wall and it fucks off a multiple hour run are you as quick to use those bullets the next time around yeah. or, or, you know, do you slow your peaking and then that slows your run if you're on a timer, you know, what, what does it do to you mentally? Yeah. And, and there's, there's adjustments to be made. And I mean, this comes with a lot of planning, like it's planned out. Like the route is set up in a way where you can, you can get through it. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there, you're reading guides, you're studying the areas where you've played the game enough where you know where a bunch of this stuff is, the items that you need, you know how to get them so you can move on. And, and so not only is it meticulous in the, in the, the actual playing, but it's meticulous in the planning and the, the beforehand, right? The stuff that you don't usually see on, on a stream. And uh, I wonder if it, even goes back to like, let's take this back to the drawing board. Maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't use that gun anymore. Maybe I have a new way to, um, 
you know, to get through that area. Maybe instead of using a gun with explosive bullets, I lob grenades because I have to throw them away. And if they, if I hit, they hit the wall, they're going to bounce and I might have time to run away and not take damage, you know? So there's, there's different ways that you could plan, plan it out, you know? Right. Um, another way that I've seen a lot of people do challenge runs is using different controllers. Uh, one of my favorite ones to go to is a big streamer on Twitch. His name is Peking Boo. He basically made his whole thing. He plays games with a DDR pad. It's crazy. He has like not like the like the I don't know what kind of I don't know if you had a DDR pad. Yeah, the like the vinyl folded yeah. up. Yeah, no, he's got the full he, like arcade. Yeah, metal stomper like. Yep, and they're freaking insane. And he that's how he plays games. He maps his buttons to, um, to the the buttons on the DDR pad, and that's how he does things. He's done games. I know he's done is Super Mario sixty four, Celeste, and Cuphead. And oh my god, props for Cuphead because that game is hard to play with a controller. Props for Celeste, bro. This is what cracks me up about this guy, right? The craziest thing about Boo is that he does, he you like, you tell someone, oh, this guy plays games with a DDR pad, and you're like, yeah, that's kind of impressive. He plays Mario with a DDR pad, yeah, that's kind of impressive. And then you watch him do this shit, like, he is doing crazy shit with his ddr pad it's it's not like it's not like he puts you know puts up mario one one every night and fucking taps the the right arrow three times to slowly inch mario forward wait for the goomba and then press the up arrow to jump and land on it perfectly like now nah, this motherfucker runs through this shit and if y'all have never seen celeste go look up a regular run of celeste before you even imagine doing it with a fucking ddr pad this motherfucker dude, does everything intense. dude everything with a ddr pad better than i do it with a controller i shit's don't intense. get it dude is so fucking skilled with this goddamn ddr pad i it blows me away it it it's crazy uh i talked about gdq briefly earlier um he did a super mario 64 run on gdq with the ddr pad it was extremely fun to watch um and it's just insane how 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 you do it. I imagine he started it and was just like, like mediocre, you know, probably like, Oh, I love rhythm games or I love, you know, the DDR pad, the way, you know, playing it with my feet, but then just progressed and got really freaking good at it and learned like, Hey, you know, if I put this button here, put this button here, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, make it easier for me. And then you just get that muscle memory down. And I imagine like, like, let's just say platformers, right? You don't have to change your, uh, you don't have to learn the buttons again. You don't have to like learn, relearn the controls. You just have to learn how to do it like you would any other game. It's just adapting to your, the controls to your controller, right? Right. Uh, so now I'm sure he's gotten to the point now where he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll play it with a DDR pad. Fuck it. And it's just second nature to him. Like we would pick up an Xbox or for you, a PlayStation, freaking nerd. Uh, controller to play a game that's a DDR pad to him. Like, I imagine that's what it's like now. It's ridiculous to see his to see what he does though. Like mad props to this guy. Speaking of using your feet to like play games, like we said with Peking Boo on the DDR pad, uh, I haven't watched it myself, so it's just the thing of legend right now. However, there is a streamer that I know 
named Small Ant. Or not that I know him, but I, I watch him occasionally. He does a lot of speed runs. And more recently, he's done uh, challenge runs. One of them being Super Mario Odyssey. And one of the ways to get the record in Super Mario Odyssey was to actually do... Uh, like we talked about two players, one controller earlier. He did one player, two controllers. Uh, but the best way to do it was with your feet. So your foot had to control the second controller. Because your, hand your hands had to be doing one thing, and then your feet had to be doing a completely different thing. And there's no Aww. way to do it with one hand. So we actually navigated... Um, I, so if you don't know Super Mario Odyssey, you can throw the cap and like move as right. the cap is like out. He navigated Cappy with his feet to like skip this section. It was insane. This shit was nuts. Um, I mean, I saw the clip. I did not see the actual run. Um, but that shit's insane. That shit's insane. Um, the most recent run I saw of him doing it was uh, super. He did a Super Mario Odyssey run where uh, he lost a coin every second, and he would die if he hit zero coins. That was his most recent run. How do you uh, wait? How do you how do you make yourself lose a coin every second? Probably he, it's modded. I'm sure it's modded. Huh? You know, so he Me? probably modifies these games and or has someone modify them for him, and then uh, goes from there. You know, and then plays them. So I just think that shit's insane. Like the the challenges that he comes up with are nuts. He has some Breath of the Wild ones I've seen him do do as well. Which are crazy, but using the feet to control. I can't do shit with my feet except for I could barely walk. <laughs> I can, I can barely, barely walk. <laughs> so to use a controller, especially a Switch controller, Joy-Con or uh, sorry, Pro-Con or otherwise, you know, ridiculous to do that. I don't have. Yeah, the, for real. I don't have the dexterity to hit a single singular button with my toes. Yeah, no. Um. Another controller that I thought was astounding was somebody beat Skyrim using potatoes. This one cracks me up, and I'll, <laughs> I'll let you explain it, and then I'll tell you why it cracks me up. So what they did is they took, uh, they wired sensors to the potato, and then it basically made it so that if you were to, like, press on one of the, the sensors on the potato, it would perform said action. Uh, or if you were to like rub the potato, that's right. I said rub, caress the potato, it would start walking. And so he's hooked up all these sensors to like chunks of a potato and then beat Skyrim using that as his controller. That shit's, and I, I remember, you know, I, I saw it. We were looking up stuff for the episode and I saw it. And then I remembered, I saw this a while back that someone had accomplished this. I thought, this is nuts. How the hell do you fucking do this shit? And why would you want to do this? Yeah, who thinks about this shit? Are they dude? still edible afterwards? Well, okay, so, here, so this is why it cracks me up, right? Because everyone jokes about potatoes being, like, the most versatile food, right? Where, like, like hella people will say, like, if you can only eat one food for the rest of your life, what is it? Oh, it's a potato, because you can do everything with potatoes, right? Baked potatoes, Boil, french fries, bones. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, and so it's hysterical to me because it's like, when you go down the list and you're like, yeah, potatoes are the most versatile shit, dude. Like 
bacon, French fries. You you know you get mashed potatoes. You play Skyrim. You play Fallout. And you just like transfer into what it does for video games. <laughs> but what makes it even more ridiculous is the fact that it's you know it's not like oh like what do you do with a potato and then you go into the video game jokes and you're like no one's like yeah Mario with potatoes. No, it had to be Skyrim. The one video game that we joke about being on literally everything that they made a fucking commercial for Skyrim to be played on your Alexa. And a lot of people I've said, I think I've said this before. A lot of people don't know that's real, but that is a real thing. The commercial's hysterical. It's got a uh, key from uh, key and peel. And oh, yeah. um, at the end of the commercial, he's playing on like a smart fridge. And he does one of the like dragon shouts for ice and the ice machine turns on and throws ice under his, under his legs and he <laughs> stops and he looks down and he goes, Oh, that is so cool. And so in my head, I'm just like picturing this commercial also with potatoes. Like you played it on, you played it on uh PlayStation. Then you play it on Xbox and you played it on PC and then it came to switch and then it came to Alexa. And now it's on your fucking potato. <laughs> like, it had to, it had to be Skyrim, dude. It couldn't have been anything else. It had to be Skyrim on the goddamn potato. <laughs> and now on your fucking potato, <laughs> Skyrim. Not Elder Scrolls Six is being released. Fucking Skyrim. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh man, could have been any other video game, bro. And it it was Skyrim. I just want to say anything. I just want to say that I cannot believe. I remember that. Wasn't he sitting there at one point? Going back to that Alexa, Skyrim and the Alexa. Wasn't he sitting there at one point and he was like, open inventory. Alexa, how much cheese do I have? And she was like, you have 463 wheels of cheese. Eat all the, the cheese. Well, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> at the end because he, he runs into a dragon and she tells him he's at like, he's at like, you know, seven health or something. And, and he starts like, uh, 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 uh I, I use a potion. You are out of potions. And he's like, uh, uh, I use a, a you know, a healing or whatever. Oh, you don't have that either. And he goes, uh, uh, cheese, cheese. How many wheels of cheese do I have? And then, yeah, she's just like a few hundred. And he goes, I eat all the cheese, all the cheese. And then <laughs> his, like, his wife comes in and is like, honey, remember what the doctor said? And he's like, oh, you're right. Thanks, dear. And she walks out and he leans into the Alexa and goes, eat all the cheese. <laughs> It's a, honestly, it's a great commercial. It's fucking hysterical, but that's why I think that's why no one like believed it was real because the whole thing is satire. Yeah. And, and then they were like, no, like really you can link your Alexa to play Skyrim. It's voice activated. Oh, I kind of want to get an Alexa just for that. I think I said that when you showed me the commercial too. Yeah. My, my parents, so my, my parents, when I was back at home, that's how I, I learned it was real is because um, I Googled it and sure enough it was and I went to the webpage where you like sign up, but it wasn't my it wasn't my Amazon account, it was my parents. And so I just never went through the steps to like get it set up, but I really wanted to try it. <laughs> well, you just gotta buy an Alexa. Don't care that much. <laughs> Don't, I bought, I mean, I bought my Google Home for like 50 bucks. So I can't imagine Alexas are that much more expensive. You really want me to spend $50? Dude, it's for science, okay? <laughs> then you buy it. <laughs> I already have a Google Home. So do we. So do, well, we have two. So your excuse <laughs> is not valid. I have two Google Homes too, but only one is set up. <laughs> the other one's in a box. Because I bought my Google Home. And then, and then Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I was like, God damn. Uh, but yeah, the other one's in a box somewhere. I think it's like, oh yeah, it's right there. I can see it from where I'm sitting. Perfect. See, so uh, the, biggest solution, the biggest solution here is for Google to let you play Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Quick side note, dude. Did you see that Stadia? Stadia put out like a—I I don't know if it was a tweet or what—but they like Stadia. I guess they just added like a search bar, and someone quote tweeted it and was like, "Wow, fucking, we're we're getting into the future here, folks. It's a goddamn search bar, like, <laughs> so innovative." I thought I thought Stadia died. I can't believe there's even a tweet to be acknowledged. Oh man. I mean, it's dead in most regards. Or should be. <sighs> you, know, you know, I wouldn't have been able to see anything about Stadia if I was wearing a blindfold. Wow, that was one hell of a segue. That was a, for- that was a really forced segue. Okay. This is what 50 episodes does to you, folks. We yeah. get good. <laughs> it was so forced. <laughs> <laughs> Blindfolds. Useful for many things. They're also used for uh, playing your favorite video game. You may have memorized where certain things are in the game or you can hear a specific sound and like you hear that one sound and it's just known to you. Oh, that's this enemy. He's coming from over here. Um, people have speedrun Super Mario 64 most notably, but also uh, I read one about people doing uh, Pokemon Blue blindfolded, which I thought was really cool. And... Uh, yeah, blindfolds are freaking amazing. <laughs> uh, they use, I know for Super Mario 64, they use audio cues and uh, certain moves that Mario does will give him a set distance. So like, for instance, if you're up against a wall and you punch, you'll always get knocked back the same amount of distance. So people know if they hit a wall, they can punch and they'll be at certain distance where they can do a, a, like a, a kick, a jump kick against the wall and they'll get knocked back a certain amount of distance and then from there they can do whatever they need to do they have setups so you hear him scuffling against the wall you do a jump kick now you know you're in the spot now you do a triple jump and you go forward and now you're up where you need to go freaking shit's insane um so blindfolds can also be used to up your your gaming experience not for me. I will not be using a blindfold anytime soon to up my gaming experience. Yeah, it's funny because like I can't, I can't play. I I, I tried the uh, sixteen star uh, speed run, and I was starting to get the hang of it. I actually had to can it because the N sixty four controller I bought um, to use on PC mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You so for the, for the speed run, you are obligated to use a certain version of the emulator okay and for whatever reason it would not let me map uh diagonals with the joystick so i couldn't do the i couldn't spin bowser because every time i hit a a diagonal it was a dead zone and the controller wouldn't respond oh yeah it was fucking weird that is Um, weird but but it's just it's funny to me because i'm like even if i had even if i didn't run into that problem and i speed run mario 64 like i wouldn't have been good enough at it normally let alone with a blindfold. Dude, I can't So, So the crazy thing about running games blindfolded is that video games, you rely heavily on video feedback in order to, hence the name video games, in order to proceed throughout the game, right? 
you need to see what's going on. You need to see where you're going. You need to see where to shoot. You need to see certain things. So when you take that away, you're basically taking away your only sense of input. Uh, uh, sorry, not input, but uh, like a ability to do anything. And you just got to like rely on hearing things or whatever, you know, like your only source of feedback, right? I know if I press W or if I press forward here, I'm going to go forward and I know I'm going to go down this hallway and then I can take a left, you know. But imagine doing that when you can't see. You know, you're not going to know, oh, I can press forward here to go forward. You just have to have it memorized. You have to have that shit knocked up. Locked up. Knocked up. Yeah, don't knock up your video games, guys. Um, you have to have that shit locked up through muscle memory or it's just, you're going nowhere. You're just going to run into a wall for six hours. I think the last one we want to cover, which is, to be real, sort of a joke, but uh, 100% completion or trophy hunting. Uh, I know on PlayStation, uh, a lot of people go for the Platinums, the Platinum trophies. You get every other trophy, you get the Platinum trophy. Um, it's usually 100% completion, and I don't know who has the patience for that shit. I don't either. Listen, I've played so many games, and I'll sit there and go, oh, man, I fucking love this game. This game is great. I, I might 100% it. Like, I'm going to beat the game, and then maybe I'll decide if I want to 100% the game. And I don't think I've ever gone back to 100% complete a game. I refuse. <laughs> I, I refuse, because nine times out of ten, the achievements required are just, uh, like, like, literally, I will look at it, and I will be like, I ain't got time for that. Like, I, the people that do it, I don't know what makes like here's the thing i am a completionist but i have a hard time telling people that because then people are like well like why don't you 100 this isn't this and i'm like fuck that and they're like but i thought you were a completionist i'm like i have limitations people i love completing the shit that i know i can complete but i'll look at some shit and be like i will never accomplish that move on with my life and it well, like i don't lose sleep over it but there are certain things that aren't challenging they're just time consuming literally and i'm like yeah you know like i said like i'll look at it and just i ain't got time for it monster hunter is a good example is at least i'm sure i have plenty more but it's the first one that comes to my mind a few of their achievements were um you know like get 500 of these uh i don't know if you remember crowns yeah crowns were like certain sized monsters um and and it was like you know get 50 get 100 get 500 and i'm like yeah i'll get them eventually if i just keep playing the game and then i got sick of monster hunter and i'm i'm like well what am i at you know 100 and whatever and i'm like you can't fuck yourself yeah i don't like the game enough anymore to get another 400 like uh it, shit like that is just stupid swap shop did crown hunting for a while i'm sure he did he was <laughs> he was really good at monster hunter and he loved it so it yeah. works for someone like that and and that's the thing, like when you're trying to up your, you know, when you're trying to change the game that you play, it's because you love it. You just need something to spice it up, right? You're just trying to find that one thing that gives it a little bit of a, of a different flavor. You know, you're adding your fucking jalapenos into your pasta to see what happens. Was that, was that a good analogy? I thought that was a great analogy. Why would you ever put jalapenos in pasta? To see what happens. Were you not listening? I was listening, but it just sounds so wrong. I don't fucking know. You're just actually, looking... actually, it depends on the pasta. Because if you had like a, if you had like a cheese, like a mac and cheese with jalapenos, would be bomb. I was thinking. I do honestly. I was thinking like slices of jalapenos in your spaghetti. 
No, see, no, no, fuck you. Why not? You Don't do that to my songs. spaghetti. No, fuck you. Yeah, Don't I think do that that'd to be my great. Spaghetti. A little, a little, a little uh, kick. I think it'd be awesome. Fuck yeah. You I'm disgust. Gonna, I'm gonna make you spaghetti. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want anyway. it. Also I, also, I can't eat spicy food, but how dare you? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, you're, you're looking for a way to spice up your, your video game. So, yeah, 100% completion is probably fucking amazing. But I remember him going through crown hunting forever. It was ridiculous. And he, he, but he was so excited when he finally finished. He was finally done. And he platinumed Monster Hunter World, and he was just so relieved. Like, I can't imagine, like, the weight. Like, I like to play games on hard difficulty, because that, that feeling when you finally get over something after you've been struggling, it feels so good. Like, I cannot explain it, but it's, it's, it's like you, I don't want to say euphoric, but it's euphoric. You're just like, oh my god, I can't believe I did it. Like, that's what Sekiro got me hooked on that. I played Sekiro. I'd be up against a boss for hours, and I remember when I beat um, the last boss of Sekiro, I had been on him for freaking four hours, I think, and uh, finally I beat him, and I ripped my headphones off, and I threw my controller on the ground, and I was just like, fuck yes, and it felt so good. It's such a good feeling to do. And uh, all the people who, who do this stuff, it, it, you know, you, people will be like, why? Why would you ever want to do that? And because they can, and it feels fucking amazing when you finally accomplish it. You work so hard at something, and it finally pays off. So fucking good. Definitely. The, the, it's, a, it's a rewarding feeling that you can never mimic. Like, but again, I don't care enough for that feeling to go through it in the first place. I respect the hell out of the people that do. It ain't for me, man. Even oh. even like it cracks me up because I have people that come through while I'm doing this marathon and they're like, yo, did you oh, did you play this one? Yep, already did it. Did you hundred percent complete it? Fuck no. I've been in this marathon for a year pushing through these stories. You think I'm gonna stop the hundred percent any of them? Again, I ain't got time for that. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean a hundred percenting aside, any of these that we've listed will give you a freaking amazing feeling when you finally complete it, you know? Like that no-hit run that we were talking about before. Right. I don't know if he ever completed that, those runs, that, that run. He did. He did? He did. Um, I could just imagine that, that sigh of relief and that going like, oh my God, like that woohoo had to be astronomical after so long of pushing. But... Um, it's just, it's great. I think I think trying to to take one of the games that you love and you know so well, and push it to the next level and see what else you can do with it. Um, and you can you know there's other ways to do it. These aren't the only ways to 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 change your your gaming. Uh, you know mods are a big part as well. But any way to any way to do that is just it it's phenomenal. It's such a it's such a cool way to see. And all these ways are super fun to watch, um, super enjoyable. And, you know, the people who do them, you know, props to them. They have a ton of time and dedication and, and, and love for what they do. And I think that's really, really freaking awesome. You have anything else you want to add before we wrap up, Ben? Yeah. Uh, so if you guys haven't noticed, this is our 50th episode. We are coming up on 1,000 downloads. And uh, I just want to say thank you. I, that's fucking awesome. I feel really good about it. 
Um, I feel like we've learned a lot, grown a lot, as cheesy and cliche as it sounds. I feel like our episodes get better frequently. And uh, I, I, God, I don't know how we did it, but that's that's 50 in a row. <laughs> so Without missing a week, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good job, man. We cut it pretty goddamn close a couple of times, but we did it. <laughs> There were a couple of couple of times, but you know we we get it done. We get it done every week, man, without fail. Hell yeah, and, and I'm uh, proud of it, man. We're we're doing good, and uh, we do it because of you guys. So thank you. Yeah, we definitely couldn't have gone here without you guys. Um, so to everyone who listens or has been listening, uh, just know we appreciate the fuck out of you. And also, don't put jalapenos in spaghetti. Would do. Don't listen to him. He's just a voice in your ears. He's not. He's not your mom. The co-op couch at simplecast.com, upper right hand corner, upper right hand corner, yeah, upper right hand <laughs> corner. You can find the links to our Facebook, our t- both me and Anthony's Twitch links, and me and Anthony's Twitter links. Um, check out, check out those. Tweet at us. Let us know what you guys thought of the episode. Come into our streams. Let us know. Talk to us about it. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, also, side note, uh, we mentioned this in the last episode, but we will be doing another live episode. At some point, we're still planning, but we have a topic that we think is great, uh, and that topic is how video games correlate to us in real life and how that makes us feel as we experience the game. The emotional connection we have with video games, how certain ones make us feel, and how that feeling is what sucks us in. Or what you said. Anyway, something along those lines will be our live episode. Uh, we'll definitely post when it's going to be happening, but we're giving you guys a heads up and we'll tell you guys where and when you guys can catch it until next time, guys, we will see you in the next one. Fucking ditto all over again.